Hello and welcome to Leon and Size Solve Nothing, a weekly podcast where we gather the awareness days around the globe and we pretty much discuss it and come to no conclusions and solve nothing. Is this the introduction that you said you were going to prepare? Yeah. Oh shit, bro. You fucking do it. I, I had you've done quite good introductions. Yeah. Maybe it's because you've come over to my side of the, the recording area. That is true, actually. Um, over this side. But you you've done actually quite good intros and that was I feel more stupid seeing this side. As a prepared one terrible is that what happens and i feel smarter on this side now belittling you and your uh well anyway i'm incompetence one of the hosts yeah hello who are you i'm leon nice to meet you we have a guest today i know is this why we're being more a bit awkward almost i don't know we've got granddad's in the house so we've got to behave ourselves we don't even know if we say it's our first guest but it might not be necessarily no i've looked at the thing it will be who put you in charge no one, but right. I have to edit this shit and put it out. Shit being the uh, key words. Right, go on, introduce our guest, please. We have a very special guest. He has done every podcast under the world. He is uh, one of the co-hosts of Hardcore Listing, one of the co-hosts of uh, the MMA fan podcast. Did you think about that? I did. Yeah. He does Off the Beaten Track. Uh, he does Reach, Reach Out for Mental Health. Yeah. He's, a, he's an ex-co-host of uh, Two Girls, One Shot. He is. Despite the fact that he's literally two girls, one shot. Two girls, one and shot. And one idiot, apparently. Yeah. The, uh, the full title. Um, he has a, a a YouTube series now as well. He does have a YouTube series. About his, yeah. little, his little murder van. I mean, camper van. <laughs> um, anything else? Uh, oh, he runs a club, doesn't he? he? runs a club night. Runs a club. Is there anything this man can't do? Oh, we should be honoured to have him on and we've just insulted him a bit. Be young? Acceptable in the 80s, you pair of pricks. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favourite ones. To be fair, he's just a, he's barely a co host on that. We only listen for the other, the, yeah, other, we only the listen, real host. Yeah, we listen. The to funny him. one. <laughs> How are you, fellas? It's just come out, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry, we're, yeah we're all right. Thanks. Oh, I'm all right. I don't know about him. Uh, I'm all right. I had some crap news, but that's not really for... We'll have this discussion afterwards. We should have had it before. You know about it. Yeah. 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 I'm all right, though. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not... It's not for... Uh, it's not for on air. Oh, so okay. I, I'm not dying and I've not lost my job. Right. I think my family still like me, so... Mine right. don't. I'll... Like me? No, they don't like me. Oh. <laughs> I'm starting it on a downer. How are you, Stu? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Um... Well, uh, what have I done today? Do you know what? I've, I've done my first bit of exercise for three weeks today. I went boxing this morning, and oh. and it was so nice because I I, got, I fell into a rut where I was just working, and then I was just sitting at work a lot. And I think post-lockdown, since I've not had to kind of go and do these podcasts face-to-face, like as we're doing this now over Zoom, everything changed. So... I was always jumping on the train and, you know, hot footing across London to, to meet people for, you know, an hour. And then, so I was quite active and I was always being someone that likes to try and have a, a run as often as I can. And, and you, you know, you, you fellas know that I, I, I like me, me, me tie boxing and that. And, and it all just kind of last few weeks, just, I don't know if I've been a bit, a bit miserable and uh, I just I had no enthusiasm for it. And I just, I booked it in this morning and, and, just feels so good, so much better that I've just yeah. had a 
wax some pads for a bit and 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 just had a had a sweat out essentially and uh yeah, yeah so uh feel good to keep that sort of stuff up i know it's easier said than done but i get i get in mad right if i don't go and do exercise then i i'm not a fun person to be around quite frankly not that i am even with exercise but no i was gonna say yeah well, I've actually noticed the difference because I joined um, a gym where I'm having to drive my daughter down to Petersville to work. Um, I've joined a gym with my son and my one of my other one of my sons and one of my other daughters, and uh, it's made a massive difference. Yeah, man, huge. It's good. It's like I can get up at stupid o'clock in the morning, drive her down there in the worst mood, and two three hours in the gym, I come out, everything's all good. Three hours. Yeah, do you well, do what I do? I go to the gym and I'll. I'll probably on paper spend about 20 minutes exercising or half an hour because I'm going to do at least a run as well. But then, you know, an hour of phone time. It's just interjecting all my little exercises. No, but then I'm double art and disciplined. So, okay. yeah. And I'm yeah. a Leon. Wonderful. It's One... important though, isn't it? Because I think, yes. yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's such a cliche to say, you know, if you're feeling a bit shit, go and do a bit of exercise, you know, it, yeah, and eat, eat a bit better. It will help. Um, yeah. It, it it really is the case. Like just just like I say, had an hour this morning and just yeah, just turned everything around. I feel feel really good. Yeah. Do you I'm think pleased. that one leads into the other? So like when you go and you you went to the gym for an hour this morning, do you then not want to ruin that by eating a load of crap? Uh, yes and no. But obviously, as you know, when you've had a workout, you're really hungry, and yeah, so yeah. and because you've quite... had a workout, you can eat anything. And it's sometimes easy when you get in to make something quick. I, I literally had a, a, I had a sandwich, right? Because um, I've I've recently stopped eating meat as well. Um, I stopped eating meat four weeks ago. Uh, can we oh, can we stop God. now? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? And the subject we're going to talk about today as well is this for, is this because of your wife? Is she to blame? Um. Well, she, no. Uh, I, I I I, I Don't didn't eat meat. You. <laughs> I didn't eat meat in the nineties for, for many years, and okay. uh, uh, and then just kind of cracked at a barbecue and uh, and just went in hard. And then um, I went to this thing called uh, Vegan Camp Out, which is a music festival and comedy festival. And I mean, you, you know, you, you know me. I'm 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 a pretty working class fella, but. Uh, I went to a vegan festival in the Cotswolds. That's quite middle class, isn't it? Just a little bit. But um, but I did. But I watched. I watched a film there. Um, there was a screening of a film called Hogwood, and uh, and it, yeah, it, it wasn't nice. And I was like, right, so that's me, and certainly pig, uh, done. And and I just thought, oh, do you know what? Just don't eat meat. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a vegan, but I thought just don't eat meat. The, the the dairy thing freaks me out as well, so I try not to drink cow's milk. And uh, what's that? Blimey! It's just I. Uh, this is a I don't know. I didn't. This is a surprise. Bear in mind, before we start recording, I was like, "What's new?" Oh, I've become bloody like a eunuch essentially. <laughs> That's not what he said, is it? Yes. No, he's given up meat. Oh, he doesn't there do that. But again, unless, unless, yeah, this but... isn't what we've come on to even talk about. This... I, it was a similar. It's this funny thing about you said like a barbecue broke you and. And for me, it was when I used to play Sunday football and we would go to the pub and then they started doing like 50 chicken wings for a fiver and everyone was eating them. And I was like, well, suddenly this potato I have is less exciting. Yeah. yeah. Chicken. I, I went I went to um, I went to Beckles in Norfolk at the weekend in the van just for a little adventure. And uh, and I met some some friends there 
and one of them had spent 40 quid on tomahawk steaks on this like char grill and my other mates had bought steaks and I, I, it was testing i'm not gonna lie lads like uh the veggie i mean the veggie burger was nice but i was looking at them steaks thinking i don't know if look good but you know i didn't i uh i i, I, I used restraint and uh you had a little moment. <laughs> no, that's that's not saliva. That's tears. That dribble, just, that dribble just... was already on the microphone, honestly. <laughs> cry. That's me. That was so. Oh God. I'm sorry, Stu. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Great. Right. I'm going to steer this back around. Right. Today's episode, we are going to be discussing the uh, National Day of Charity. Ooh. So, who better to have on than Refugee Jesus himself? Jesus. <laughs> So, so we could have had loads of other people. What that have done as much charity work as this man? Yeah, correct. He opened up his entire club. I know. So go on then. What does uh, why why you why did you get so heavily involved in charity in general? Well, tell us about your charity work and yeah, and what's what led to to what you've done. I don't really like to talk about it, lads. Mm. No, I've yeah, I've listened to every podcast that you've done, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever heard you mention it. Yeah. Nah, nah. I'm a, I'm a big brave boy you are. I'm very. I, I've got to back off at a brave thing because Leon's on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Don't mind me, sir. You're braver than me. Honestly, what a guy. <laughs> Don't turn this on me. Come on. Um. Well, I, I guess you know. I, I. It's a very hard question to answer that without sounding like a bell end. But like, I guess if you can do something nice it's nice to do that right you know in its simplest thing and and I get a little bit of time in what I do because I I work for myself and so I can be a bit clever with my time and so in regards to the you know the 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 stuff I do for reach out for mental health that's I I allocate like half a day a week uh to 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 work in there Kirsty was someone that I sort of knew from sort of back in the day through the clubs and stuff like that a little bit. She used to knock about with a couple of mates of mine. Um, and a couple of times she'd asked about using the, the venue, you know, you know, for, for events and it never sort of come to fruition. And then she just asked me for some help one day with some sort of marketing stuff. And, and so I started doing that and, and that's been really good. It's, um, you know, we've all been very open, the three of us as well with, you know, we've, we've, we've struggles we've had over you know time with mental health and things like that and and i think we're at a place now where the whole thing of it's good to talk it's all right to talk it's all right to not feel okay that's i think that's hitting the spot now i do think that that's there but i then think that then it's the next step that becomes tricky that step of um well where are you going to go and lots of things are, are, are massively underfunded and 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 are backed up, you know, and, and so you can't get instant kind of access to people to talk. Obviously, there's 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 you know amazing things like um, Mind and, and and the Samaritans, but yeah. um, but yeah, and and I think it, it, it's also like everybody knows that it's pretty much all right to to talk now. But then it's uh, what I also think is you see these big slogans and. And 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 everybody sort of shouting it from the rooftops, which is really important, and that that, that you know is maintained. But I think it's then having a, a sort of a signpost that then goes, yeah, you need to go here for that, you know, and actually direct people to where they can get help rather than, yeah. you know, because it's great to you know for me to talk to you and go, oh, 
lads, I'm feeling shit. But, and you listen and it lightens the load. But what would be great is if you can go, well, there's this charity, there's this charity, there's this, you know, um, infrastructure that you can you can speak to. And, yeah. and I think it's it's now more of a case of sort of directing people to places. And uh, and so that that's essentially kind of the thing that I'm sort of shouting about with the stuff I do um, for Reach Out for Mental Health. And, and yeah. uh, Leon, you've come on the podcast and and, and told your story and, and, and been very open about struggles and that, that you've had. And, and you've been, you know, shown amazing levels of, bravery and, and vulnerability by coming on all of our podcasts i don't mean brave like that i'm I, like i'm not going there um but uh but but yeah you know and and, it, and it's been nice to, to you know that i think it's important that people in jobs and social standing where you think these people aren't the sort of people that would have these conversations have them conversations because yeah. i think it it does help and make you know pave the way a little bit for 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 people that you know they're in similar roles and similar backgrounds to be able to to feel more comfortable having them them chats and and you know approaching charities from and you know and, and the health service for help but uh but yeah but i just think like anything things are underfunded i live in a in a town where my my tory council have now bankrupt um us and we're now actually one of the only councils in the country uh, thorough, that's that's bankrupt because they made shady deals and they fell through. And so, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so our council tax has gone up ten percent to actually pay for their fuck up as well. Um, because who else is going to pay for these yeah. things? Yeah, it's crazy. They've they've spunked that our money. Charity starts to hold things really. really <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they 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 spunk our money, and yeah. then we have to then pay it back and some. It's fucking crazy, mate. You can't write it, but. uh yeah. Guess that's what happens when you vote Tory. Anyway, I'm not going <laughs> no, down there. I'm we're on there. We, we literally, I think on one of our last episodes, we started talking uh, about something political. And it's like, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to save that for another day. It's going to come out sometime. Oh, we'll have to sometime, yeah. Old I, impartial me and my impartial uh, yeah. fencing job, whatnot. But, uh, I think it'll be when yeah. Cunt comes on. That'll be the one. <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You've got a, a standing co-host. I'll have to be guest, guest host with Stuart yeah. or something, yeah. <laughs> cunt on. You watched another podcast? Well, no, yeah. I don't. I've got enough to listen to as it is. Indeed. Um, just on, uh, you've obviously spoken about a lot about uh, reach out for mental health and, and stuff with that, and I'm I'm massively agreed with what you said about um, it's all right having the the kind of the slogans and the things of it, and and it was something that really rang true. You had um. Tom Davies on your yeah with on on hardcore listing, and that was one of his things about I can't remember what you actually the episode he had called, but he was saying it, it's it's a bit and it's something that I thought for a while, but he's like it's a bit wanky now that everyone's like oh it's okay to not be okay. It's like yeah that's fine, but where's the next bit basically? Absolutely, and that yeah. was like just kind of what you touched on there. And I like, I massively agree with that. But also, yeah. not just that, Stuart. Let let's not forget how you earned your title of refugees because of yeah. something. Yeah. Looking a little grin. Do you know? Do you know what? For the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Oh God, what's he doing? Oh, I don't know where it is. Uh, Listen, I... he was around his shed. Oh, I found it. Wait there, two seconds. Here we go. Oh, here we the go. headphones are gone. He's left his desk at the in the shed. Have you been to the whipping? No. 
So everyone, Stuart recording, he's uh he's got like a shed slash bar slash recording studio in his garden, and that is it's pretty cool to be fair. And he's back. Right, what you got for us, Stu? What Come you got him. for us? This is a big build up. It's not that exciting, but when we got to the Polish border, we had to put oh, yeah. that. Uh, that was what had to go on the front of our van uh, to make sure that we didn't get we didn't get any shit. Uh, and, and Did it work? Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm still here. Um, so uh, yeah, so I, I kept that. I thought that was quite a a mad thing to the, the fact of souvenir. Yeah, so, so for those that are listening, it's a it, it was a, it was like it's an A4 kind of printer, um, and it's it's basically saying that we're we're heading to uh, Krakow um, to 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 give aid for uh, the essentially what we thought was going to be the the refugees at the time that were pouring out of Ukraine into into Poland and, and other countries, but we found out when we got to the the drop off centre. Um, that it was it it was going to them obviously the, the the sanitary products and 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 nappies and such but lots of the clothes and stuff were actually going back into Ukraine for the uh, for the soldiers um, but yeah yeah that was that was a it was a a mad mad experience so the maddest experience of my life by a mile well um, I've I've well I spoke to you about it and I've heard you talk about it as well but what was it that made you think I need to go. And or I want to go and try and do something for uh, for kind of the war in Ukraine. Bottom of red wine, the hero complex. <laughs> hey, this is a serious <laughs> moment. Look, see, I'm the serious one here. Come on. Yeah, yeah pretty much what Sai said. Give <laughs> <laughs> um, me your answer, though. <laughs> um, it, do you know what? It was, um, it, it was basically I had COVID and. Uh, um, um, my my parents were um, were away, and it, it was just after lockdown, and it was it, it was after lockdown, of course it was. And uh, um, my parents were in Australia uh, visiting my brother, and and I got COVID, and uh, the girls kicked me out of the house and said, "Go around your mum's. There's an empty house. Go and have your COVID round there." So so I went round there, and and I was working from there, and. And like I guess everyone just stuck the telly on, you know, the news was on, and we were seeing, you know, what we'd heard rumbles about for for probably a, a year or so that you know the, the, there was potential that there could be, uh, you know, a, a, a conflict starting to happen. But you just hope, don't you, in twenty twenty one that twenty twenty two, sorry, that we're an advanced human race that we don't need to be doing stuff like that anymore you know there's ways and means and structures to ensure that these things don't happen but it fucking happened and it was horrible and and i think the thing that done my edit and i was just literally just watching this 24 hours a day and and just seeing women elderly people children pets like just pouring over these borders just to get away but their dads brothers uncles weren't allowed they had to stay and i guess a lot of them wanted to stay and and um, yeah. and um, fight for the you know i guess their country's freedom and 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 i just couldn't get my head around it because 
it, it sounds really horrible because you we're so accustomed to seeing war in the Middle East. You know, we've seen it, you know, most of our lives, you know, certain, yeah. whatever conflict is going on over there. And but it, there's no way of saying this without it sort of coming across quite crass, but it feels miles away. Yeah. And I think when it's Europe, you just think, oh, yeah. that's quite that's quite close. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that, that's me just being honest that and, and, it, and it was that I was like, oh, that's that's on the you know that's on the border of Poland, mm. uh, and so I I just f- was seeing that people were putting together aid packages and and a lot of the centres that were doing them around here were overflowing and they couldn't take anything else. So I was like, well, why don't we see if we can find someone that will lend us a big fuck off van, and then through the nightclub. Yeah. I put a little advert out on the nightclub and say, look, come to the club and, you know, we want sanitary items and, uh, you know, toiletries and nappies and, and stuff like that. And it was insane, lads. It, it was really fucking insane. Like, I opened the door at, like, 9 o'clock on a Monday morning and the queue was up the high street with people of all ages with just... They cleared out boots and super drugging in the town where my club yeah. is. And and it was just, I'm so used to seeing, as I'm sure, you know, speaking to somebody that's a, you know, a door supervisor and a copper, that you see the shit sides of the nighttime yeah. economy quite yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then when you see, your, you know, you open your club doors and there's, you know, 300 people all just giving stuff, trying, you know, to be nice and to help. It, yeah. was, it was fucking beautiful. Oh. Yeah, and uh, and we filled the van in literally about an hour. It was crazy, but we 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 managed to find a company that that give us a van for the the trip, and we didn't realise how getting a van load of stuff into Europe, Brexit, was going to be really fucking difficult. Another, another Tory dig there, God. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so you can't stress a serious point when you've just put down that little unicorn water bottle that you're sucking from, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of this. My kids bought me this with a whole lunchbox because they're a bunch of piss <laughs> Um Yeah, and uh and but to get into Europe wasn't easy and yeah. we was it was made clear to us don't go, you know, to, to, to the border because you, you won't be able to get into France. And it was like, oh, yeah. fuck's sake. So we then had to get in touch with a logistics company and we found I put again all on Facebook, can anyone help? Someone come forward and said, this is what I do. I can help you. And they've done it all for free. But we had to itemize every item. And there's thousands of items. You know, people are dropping in like, you know, some people were dropping in like a carrier bag that had like 15 bottles of deodorant and like however many nap. And we had to itemize everything. So we had to empty the whole van. Did you keep it in Lynx Africa or did you send it as well? <laughs> do you know what? The only thing that I thought, oh, God, it was testing someone literally just bought a massive carrier bag full of Haribos. And I was like, oh, oh, that's oh dear, dear. dear. Oh, do you know what? Do you know what? I'll be, I'll be totally honest. I think about halfway across Poland, we might have split a bag. Hello, we are back. Right. So we were at the part of your story of uh, your hero story where you'd opened up the club. You had about 300 people queued outside. And everyone was uh, was donating very generously, and they cleared out the whole of the thorough of all the 
essential. That's right. And then uh, I mentioned we had to itemise everything, um, uh, which we done. And then, yeah, well, I mean, we, 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 from start to finish, I think we turned it around in six days. Uh, and was like, right, let's just fucking go because you could see them pouring across the border. And then yeah. when they were getting into Poland, they are obviously then being sent out to all manner of places. We've, and, and the, the thing that really fucking done my head in was this isn't like a, a third world country where there's poverty and there's you know hunger and you know Ukraine's just the same as the UK it's just full of people that get up they go to work they go to school they walk their dog they go and do the shop and then they come home and they watch TV and overnight that stopped yeah. yeah. And overnight, they then get told, right, dad's got to stay. Um, let's grab the, the dog, a bag each, and now we're going to go to a strange country and probably sleep in a, a hall, a hostel, or a hotel, or, you know, so, or, or, or a room in, 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 in some generous person's house. Yeah. Um, you know, and the chances are you're going to get relocated to the UK or, or or wherever, which is amazing that people are showing this generosity, but essentially you don't want to do that. You want to go yeah. home to your family. And the fact yeah. that all of that happened overnight, you just think, you put yourself in that situation and just think, that's unimaginable. Like, mm-hmm. the you know, just walking through Ukraine and trying to get, you know, these, these buses that were getting them across the border whilst yeah you know, Russian forces are, are piling in from the other side. It's just fucking mad. Um, and, and yeah, and then we literally got, uh, we, we got into France and, and that was it. We just literally pelted it across France, Belgium. Uh, not, not pelted it when you're driving. No, nah, I, 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 I should stress I wasn't allowed to drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I heard that before. Yeah, you did that. Uh, Right. Well, what's it? What's interesting is the the two fellas I went with, Paul and George. Um, George was a, a Formula Ford driver, uh, so so he races at, at a very high end. Uh, in, 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 and uh, and Paul uh, has a Volkswagen vintage Volkswagen Beetle that can do naught to sixty in something like two point something seconds. So he races his his bug jam, his bug that's worth God knows how many thousands because yeah. it's got this purpose-built engine so they both race cars ah. and and then all of a sudden driving miss daisy jumps in the van it weren't happening like i think i drove about five minutes and they're like mate no chance like talking, uh, talking of driving do you think that you know you were saying that middle east seems so far away and, and obviously ukraine's in europe and everything do you think the fact that it is drivable makes it that little bit more close 100 100 driven to france and you know yeah. you just you just drive over there. i did it a couple of years ago just drove to the south of france yeah you can nip over there it makes it very real when it's that close to home sorry i mean we, we stopped we stopped in poland i didn't realize how big poland is but we stopped in poland um but got up the next day and drove another i don't know six or seven hours and and we was on the ukraine border and you know if, if we hadn't have stopped if we would have drove through the night we would have been there in less than 24 hours and like yeah. And the fact that you can just get in your car in Essex and within 24 hours be on the, the cusp of, you know, uh, Ukraine and, yeah. and, and and 
you know the the, the war that was unraveling there was fucking crazy and yeah. and and you know i'm not gonna lie driving across poland and you know in germany and such it was like this is this is quite fun you know we're, we're doing something good but you know we, we don't need to be the three of us sitting in this cab crying about it you know and we we, we, we should try and make the best of this situation and like any three lads in a on a road trip you know we, we had a few beers you know one night um, and and it was it was really good fun but as we start getting closer to ukraine you start seeing the buses and the cars and the minibuses coming out of ukraine that are going into poland and you see it then mm. and it's in abundance and we stopped at a services to like put some petrol in and you're seeing people from poland that are coming to meet relatives from ukraine and they're just crying and hugging each other when they meet each other and it's it that that was pretty like we stopped laughing then uh and then as we carried on that's when you start seeing nobody else was driving the same way as us Mm -hmm. and and you know i'm sure you know when i've I've mentioned this on other podcasts like the the footage i've got of just us and the tanks going that way Is that's when the bit I was about to mention is, is that's the bit when I saw on uh, I think it was your Instagram. It was like spark yeah. now. Yeah, and that's when you start thinking, we are we doing something a bit fucking daft here. But yeah. like I mean it wasn't. It was it was it was completely safe, you know. And uh uh and then yeah, we got to we got to this centre. Um and we was we was met by this guy that worked for Warchild. And he was he was a top dude, and and th- th- these like it was literally a huge warehouse that they'd set up within like three days, and the infrastructure they had there was incredible. And it was like right, you know, we we're unloading all the stuff, and we could sort of see where everything was going. It was like right, that's going there, that's going there, that's going back into Ukraine, uh, and and there was a lot of people from Ukraine working there as well, and and it was amazing to see just just fucking nice people doing nice things and like um because there's so much fucking shit going on and obviously no more so than in a lot of their lives and they were still super great gracious and and appreciative and it's like we didn't want to fucking pat on the back at that point we was just like right where can we put this we'll help you on you know and and they're like right can you come and have a cup of tea with us and that so we went had a cup of tea with more and and yeah it was just fucking lovely but (laughs) I said, can you do us a favour to like the, the fellow that was running it? I said, I need to film you. And I said, because basically I want to have something to put online so everybody that's donated can see that yeah. we've got here and that their stuff yeah. is you going here. And that like, yeah, and apart from the one bag of Haribo. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, reeking of Lynx Africa I was. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then... Um, he was fucking great, this fellow. He went, um, he went right, yeah, no problem. He said, like, press records, like, press record. He was just like, yeah, we're, you know, we're at the, the depot here, and, you know, these guys have, have come across with this stuff. And, yeah, he said, like, um, as soon as we press stop on this, um, we will be heading to a field around the corner because uh, we're going to be doing the best boots out with all of this shit. And, like, and I was like, incredible. <laughs> just, I was like, mate, you need to verify where this is going. You cannot have people thinking we're, we're ready up a dag and I'm going to do a boot sale. This has just been a big... Yeah, yeah, bro, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> people need to know. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, it was it was it, it it was right at the very beginning of of of, mm. of the conflict, and you know the fact that that is still going on. Crazy, he's, he's he's horrific, but testament yeah. to the 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 fucking spirit of the of of, of Ukraine and and the people that live there, and yeah, it's like it, yeah, it, it it was a mad three days, just mm. just sort of getting there and seeing it, and then literally, you know, we didn't hang around; we dropped the stuff off, and and mm. we drove right back across Poland that night. We we got back into to Germany uh, that day. Um, because was it quite surreal having done gone there and sort of done that little objective bit that you've done? Was it then quite weird almost having to go turn around and that that kind of I guess the enthusiasm and everything else you had going on, you kind of lose a bit. But like, what what was that kind of what was that journey back like? Quicker because we didn't have about four tons worth of tampons <laughs> in the back of the van. Um, yeah. But uh, do, do you know what it was? I, I just think we was just like well we we set out to do this and we've done it and we can, we can now kind of just head back and we, we got to, um, where was it in Germany? I can't remember where it was. Um, uh, oh God, what's it called? Um, oh God, they bombed the shit out of it right at the end of the second world war. Oh God, I can't think. Um, Dresden. I'm old. I wasn't there. Dresden. (laughs) So we stayed in Dresden that night and, and it was weird because um, Germany at that point, like we, we was all back out post COVID, but Germany still had really stringent rules, and you couldn't you couldn't wear any old mask. You had to have the kind of the big full face white one, um, uh, and we didn't have any, and they wouldn't let us in anywhere. And we was trying to find somewhere at like by the time we got it was ten o'clock at night, just so we could get a mask so we could go and have some dinner and a pint. Yeah, and uh, and we, we couldn't we couldn't find any, so literally. It was Burger King and a bottle of wine in the hotel room, but uh, perfect. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was a mad, it was a mad, mad three days, and uh, and and I mean, just you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be the you know the, the forever the podcast host, but one of the things that I really like a little story that has happened with um, hardcore listing was the fact that through meeting you. Leon, oh, to the disappointment of meeting you <laughs> merged with the, the joy of meeting Gary Hayes. Yeah. And then, so so for, for, for listeners, I guess it, it's important. Like, we, I mean, it, he is. Like, he thinks we've got listening. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, come on. Well, we had, we had Gary Hayes on who, who set up an amazing uh, charity called PTSD 999. Uh, for uh, people that have had, you know, that have suffered with trauma and still experiencing the, the you know, PTSD as a, as a, you know, as the after, in the aftermath of that, um, and he set that up, and then obviously you'd been on the podcast and you spoke about, you know, what you was experiencing, and then it was lovely that you got in touch with Gary and then ended up running the marathon for PTSD nine nine nine. So that was a really lovely little hookup that. That worked really lovely. All that... down to you and bloody Christopher Glasson, really, as well. But, I... but lovely, right? Like, it's I nice mean, yeah. If we're, if we're being, I guess we are being quite serious. It, it was. Uh, I remember speaking to you at the club night, and we we started talking about that Gary, Gary episode, and I was like, I'm not ready to listen to it yet because I knew it was going to be a bit impactful. And then it was that thing of when I listened to it, I was like, well, 
that's uh I need to do something for them. But that's what I was gonna kind of touch on as well. What you said about um like when you was watching what was going on in Ukraine, you was watching on the telly. Like it's a it's a lot of credit to you because there's so many people that would sit at home and like most a, a lot of you know it, nice people would be sitting there thinking, I wish I could do something or I'd like to do this and that this, that and the other. But like it's it's mad credit to you that you haven't just kind of had that idea and even had something in the back of your head that you've actually gone, no, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm going to put the effort in. I'm going to go and, and make it happen. And and it's, like, like you say, like, w- we've heard the interviews, we've had conversations with you, so we know how much work went into it. And I know you've gone through stuff still, but I don't even think that really touches what you're, you know, how much hard work and how many times you thought, Christ, this isn't even going to happen. Like, it's, it's like an amazing shoot. It really is, mate. Like, I just had to run for a while and say some words in papers and that I got money for a charity, but to literally put the effort you had to, it's, it's incredible, really. But, well, there's, but... a, there's a difference between taking a bag of old clothes down a charity shop and actually deciding to get in a van and drive thousands yeah, of miles. Yeah, that's away. what I mean. It's, the effort is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. And to like you say, it's just to actually sit there and go, do you know what? Fuck this, I'm going to do something yeah, about it. Yeah, exactly. Not just have the idea, but to yeah, the, the but go through and go through with it, yeah. 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 But I th- I, thanks, fellas. But like that, a lot of that does go down to the fact that I work for myself and I can make the time to do that. Yeah. Like, where, whereas a lot of people have got to get up and go to work, and uh, uh, and so you know by the, you know they c- they can do their bit by bringing stuff along. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Of course. But... Caveat as much as you like, it is yeah. it is mad, mate. Honestly, there's plenty of people that work for themselves yeah. that didn't get in a van and drive to Poland. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, despite but, the idea uh, they probably had yeah. the good meaning idea. I'd like to do listen by the end of the bottle of wine. No, yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, it was all a big, a big cover up. Anyway, we was just shipping bucket loads of uh, class A's uh, across Europe uh, under the guys. But are you, are you still flogging <laughs> that duty free? <laughs> yeah, I've still got that four hundred fags I bought you back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're old Bill, you're not custom. Shut up. All <laughs> oh, right, fine, yeah. Do you um do you have any any more plans? I know you've spoken previously about maybe wanting to do other stuff. Like what what are your is your kind of your, your charity exploits now? Is it all with reaching out for mental health and yeah. Where are you at? I think so. I I think like um I, I did I watched a documentary a little while ago about the developments in Ukraine and what was going on and 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 then I spoke to the guy from uh, from Warchild, and he was saying that basically, you know, in the winter months they need clothes. You know, they they're, they're it's cold out there. Um, yeah. But you know, I, I I'd love to. I mean, I've got my own van now that I, you know that I can fill up. Um, but I'm not sure because in in a weird way, and understandably so, you know, we live in the UK where there's a cost of living crisis, so don't vote Tory. Um, but um, but I think that in a, again, this would sound quite crass, and I'm general. I'm massively generalising here, but news moves quickly, and everybody's passion and you know and and heartfelt intentions have a sort of not a sell by date, but it's on to the next thing. And I, and I think if I was to announce, I was going back there and I need this, I don't think I'd get anywhere near yeah. the mm. reaction that I got last time because people were seeing this 
war unfold before their eyes. And now it's like, oh, I think they're still having a war out there. And and I'm generalising, but it's not... I think you get that, man. It's true. It's it's not, you know, it's not... Sky News on or something, you go on the, on the app on, on your phone and all of a sudden the war in Ukraine is eighth on the list. Well, exactly. The, at exactly. the time that you were going, it was the first three stories. There was different different areas. Now you've got to scroll down because of whatever the Tories have fucked or some other house. The first six stories are, are them being pricks. It is that thing of today's news is tomorrow's shit, shit paper. paper yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And uh, there, uh, I know it's not. That's probably too generalising it and too simplifying it. But yeah. But but do you think in that case that it, do you have any plans, like Leon said, to do anything more? charitable and would those plans be something a little bit more maybe domestic like the small charities that that need it i'll give you an example for example and i don't know how big or small this particular charity is but as you as you both know and i think quite a few people know now is what is it 14 years ago i had cancer mm. and i actually after i'd had the operation and everything and uh, and had done the chemotherapy i actually looked for a support group to actually go to to speak to other people other guys who'd had testicular cancer, there was nothing out there. There was nothing that I could find to the point where I thought of starting one. And then, but then it's the cost that's involved with that and everything else and the register as a charity and, and one thing or another. And you just, it ended up coming to nothing. Yeah. Well, I deal with it on my own. Yeah. But there was nothing out there. And like you say, with, with Reach Out or any of these other, what I'd say would be smaller charities, do you think that domestically, especially during the cost of living crisis, they're the ones that need it not more than anyone else but they're the ones that maybe should be concentrated on yeah i mean to you to use reach out as a as an example site what, what you said is exactly the case and and they are you know they're essex based you know and they they it's a suicide prevention charity in essex but again like every you know every year like kirsty's funding applications funding applications trying to find people that can fund the charity to to keep it ticking over you know yeah. there's there's literally Kirsty and, and one other person that that you know that works at that charity and and what they do and you know how bigger network they've got of, of of people that they help with such a small team and done on such a budget it's remarkable and and again you know you as I mentioned earlier about our council being bankrupt you just think how many small charities that rely on you know, funding from it, they're all going to disappear. And, and, and yeah, so I do think, you know, I, I, I think if I was to do something next, I mean, I'm, we're looking at doing a, uh, a, an evening of comedy um, for, for reach out and utilizing friends, I guess, like Rich Wilson and Jordan and, and trying to get, pull some favors from them, see if they'll Big do it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. Smashing it. Yeah. Um and so, yeah, maybe we, you know, we're, we're that's something that we've considered, um, and and music events as well. Obviously, you know, that's that's me bread and butter, really, of me me other job. So I've always liked the idea. I did actually help put together something around the Ukraine thing as well, um, with with, um, with some bands um, that that uh, that done it at Shepherd's Bush Empire and done a, a thing there. And and it, do you know what? It's really when you say like you know to, to get off your ass and do it it ain't always that much work like that whole thing of the ukraine thing had that not have been the logistics of counting it and that had it mm. been pre-brexit and we could have just gone straight in it would have been pretty easy 
Like, right. because it was just like, right, we'll be at this club at this point. Yeah. And then I went on Facebook and said, anyone's got a van? And this van company went, yeah. And that was it. Load yeah. it all up and off we go. And like... It's something though. <laughs> but, I'm not uh, you play it down as much as yeah, you want. Because no. uh, I, I know as well, even from personal experience, the amount of times I thought, especially after the stuff, the first time I'd done stuff with PTSD 999, and I'd still have little ideas where I'd be like, I'd like to do... I've, and to be honest, I've still got it now where it's like, I want to do something, I do. I've, and I still do, and I'm sure I'll do something soon enough. But I've always just had these little things where it's like, I want to do something. And you have little ideas. And then, you know, yeah, within a couple mm. of days, the, the idea in general is still there, but the kind of oomph to make it happen has gone. So, Well, on that note, yeah. I've actually had an idea. <gasps> oh, God. And I'm going to put it here to you both. I haven't spoken to either of you about it. Oh, fucking hell. I'm nervous. <laughs> Of a um, oh, God. of a fundraiser, right? A sponsored event. Do I get to sing? No, fuck no. With your training as well, and obviously what I do for a living, Stu, the world's longest round of kickboxing on the pads continuous. Oh fuck me! I literally nearly fucking fell over after three minutes this morning. <laughs> Two minute rounds. I hold you hit straight over. You hold I hit and see how long we go. Oh my god! Or we do it as a triumvirate, and then we get. I mean, did I mention I play football? <laughs> you mentioned it already it's on exactly the podcast. Exactly the same yeah. kicking, isn't it? It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's exactly yeah, the it's same. same. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a fifty year old out of shape fella. I I, I I really don't think I could properly. Um, he's not agreed to this, even though it's we've got idea. six listeners. He's still like, yeah. I am not agreeing to this. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm up for something. A hundred percent up for something, but. I just through tra- training this morning, I know full well that like, God, I ain't got many rounds in me, ten tops, like, and then that's me absolutely spent, like, yeah, the thought of like going for like fucking six hours, mate, it just it would is not it happen. What the world record is? I haven't even looked at it. Brilliant. Don't so care. it could be four days, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll tell you what. In that case, I'll do it. I'll say it now. I'll do it. You two hold. All right. You hold, and I'll go two minute rounds. One minute rest. In aid of right. what? Uh, PTSD and reach out. There you go. All right. I mean, De- definitely need to have some kind of cardiac arrest charity in there because someone's got to pick up him after about I, fucking fifteen minutes. I have my. You're, you're <laughs> fine. I had my first aid refresher yesterday, so I know I'm back. I know CPR. Like I'm first aid trained. CPR. Anyway. You can't do first aid on yourself when you're having a heart attack. Ah, I'm, you fuckers. What, what, are you suggesting that I won't be able to do it? Yeah. Uh, fuck the period. There you go. Yeah. I love the fact, on on record, you've just signed up to kick pads for four days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or longer, because we don't know what the world record is. Like, <laughs> could be anything. That's it. Right, Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> what, do you, what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's just like an hour? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. No, I reckon it's probably about 12 hours, 14 hours. Right, listener. Listener. Simon is currently uh, uh, trying to decide what to Google first. It might not even be a world record. It might be something you can set. Yeah. And then you yeah. could just do 10 minutes. Perfect. Oh, yeah, I'll do it then. If I can have a world record and I ain't got to do a lot, yeah, I'm all over that. Sure, yeah, I have a question. If you if you could uh, if you could donate 10 grand to any charity right now, what would it be? Oh, uh, I mean, it's a very random, I mean, very vague. It can just be a genre of charity. What would you go for? Uh, Little Havens uh, Children's Hospice. Uh, in in uh, Benfleet in in Essex. That's a, that's a nice one. Yeah, it is. Why yeah. just children? 
I'm like, like I said about earlier, like I've got stuff going on, so I'm a very emotional person. I mean, you're like, yeah, children's hospice. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you. <laughs> Yeah. This is the, this is the bit side when you uh, you put uh, Snow Patrol on in the background for this segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, what's my record? There isn't one. There isn't one. Do you know what really pisses me off? Is Google? I put world record kickboxing training, and the first one. What is Andrew Tate's kickboxing record? Who cares about that cunt? Yeah, I'm looking. No one. No one. Andrew Tate. What a piece of shit. Does that mean maybe he holds the world records. Andrew Tate, if you're listening, I'll fight you for charity. Oh, God. If you're listening... <laughs> Leon, can you get me off a murder charge if I kill him in the ring? Don't, don't get caught. Okay. <laughs> no, all, I can, all I can find is most punches thrown in a minute and the world's biggest kickboxing class, which is 7,630 people. Right, we're going to get onto Guinness. And not just for the alcohol, yeah. but for that. Is, is, is Guinness Book of Records Guinness? I think it used to be, yeah. Let's go with yes. I don't know, because why would I? It must be. Yeah, it's got to be. But I, I, I used to get that every year as a kid. But like, I don't think I ever saw a pint of Guinness ever, anywhere. It's the, you were getting the kid's no. version. It's the adult one. But then it comes with a bottle. I'm, I'm sure. Are you going to Google? No, you know, you're no, still no, no, I'm still looking at this one. Sorry, so it's distracting from that. If you had to... Charity, what would you do? Or who would it be? Um, if I had 10 grand to give to charity, yep. it would be... Um, I don't know what specific charity it would be, but it would be along the lines of domestic violence charities and Mm -hmm. um, charities to do with um, abused kids. Okay. Is this like an episode of Secret Millionaire, Leon, where you're now going to say, well, actually, and you're going to give us 10 grand each? Richard Branson. Branson? Branson. Branson. Elon Musk. Oh, here's all of the money. You get 10 grand, you get 10 grand. That's Oprah. Oprah. Not, not, but you know. Nah, sorry. Nah. Uh, poor, poor old cop. That Did really, you... that really would have, t- that really would have blew up this podcast, mate. Uh, yeah. Reckon? Yeah. Go just give away 20 bags on there. Money out all the time. Yeah. Just go 20 grand. What, what, what would you do with your 10 grand? Waste it. <laughs> I'm joking. Um... Obviously, I still have my affiliation to P fifty nine oh nine, but obviously, like quite quite hot on like cancer charities and stuff like that. But I kind of want it to be something specific where I feel like it's not wasted. Yeah, I, I think five months ago I'd have probably done a a, a cancer charity, a men's cancer charity, or split it between different cancer charities. But yeah, don't know. Currently, it would be what I said. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, weird though, isn't it? Like because it changes. What what do you mean? What what you would give the the money to in that situation, like depending on your your current situations. Maybe, maybe. Like I said, I'd I think I'd never because because as much as we took the aid out to there, we had a just giving as well for War Child, Mm -hmm. and at the time the government done a thing that. Well, war, yeah, I think the government done a thing. I don't want to say anything too positive about them, but they, whatever you raised for war child for Ukraine, they matched. So, oh, yeah. so like, I think we raised like 12 grand. So, that, bell, was, that. that does ring a bell, yeah. 24 grand. So, it was like, yeah, that's good. Um, well, to counterbalance that, I think the government managed to get the money by selling weapons to them anyway. So, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a multiple, you know, multiple 
yeah, um, I'm not going to go there. You guys don't but... like the Tories. You, <laughs> honestly, you're really subtle about it. <laughs> no, I'm entirely impartial on my little on my little fence with the wooden sprint yeah. and my bum bum. But Absolutely, yeah. But, but yeah, I think like um, I, I guess like when things, you know, big things happen like wars and you know atrocities like you know the 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 bombing in Manchester and things like that. When you see things like that, you, you and you're presented with the the stark realities of it on the news twenty four seven. You got to be pretty fucking cold inside not to go. Oh, I want to help in any which way, you know, even yeah. if it's. You know, putting a, a you know a quid in a in a bucket. Do you know what I mean? It's like you, you, and so I do think you know the media can have a big impact on 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 how you feel about cherry. You know, how many times do you watch a you know a Pride of Britain awards or a, a or, or, or a celebrity uh, bake off or whatever when they're constantly you know interrupted with yeah. these kind of segments about you know people's experiences that. Are generally laced with a bit of snow patrol and things like that. All of the things that that just work, you know, where you just think, "Oh fucking hell, this is this is shocking." Right? Yeah. What I've got to do? I've got to... soccer aid. You know, like you know, everybody likes to watch soccer aid, and as soon as you see them numbers flashing up and a little month, you just think, "I've only got to text that as a fiver there," yeah. and like, and it makes millions and millions and millions, and it's I like quite a few years ago. <laughs> What's you? that? Someone nominated me to play in it, and I and it was meant to be a massive surprise, and it only got like I can't think why I didn't end up going, but uh, it was a massive secret. And then someone just told me after, Oh, by the way, like you, um, I'll get you in next year's one. I know the coach, brilliant. What is it? I thought you were serious, but this is weird. No, I actually, know one of the coaches. Did I mention I play football? Yeah, you've mentioned once or twice that you play football, but yeah, yeah, yeah boring story, but about yeah, to be fair, it was like not it's probably the year after like London Bridge stuff, yeah, yeah. Well, well Blake, who I do the MMA podcast with he played one year and it went to penalties and he wasn't one of the takers and then it went to sudden death <laughs> and he scored the winning penalty and it's quite the moment remember that. and like he, he like he he likes to mention that like he'll thumb that in anywhere and, uh, I think I've heard him mention that once or twice on the on the MMA podcast. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Even when like you, you you go on his video, behind him's a picture of him like that from behind. <laughs> and there's the whole of fucking Wembley, and he's just scored the winning penalty. You can see all the other players running towards him. It's, yeah. pretty, it's a spectacular photo, but uh, yeah, that's got to be a moment, isn't it? Scoring the winning penalty at Wembley. Uh, I mean, imagine getting to do that for charity. Oh, just score a penalty. Yeah, it has to drive to Ukraine. Yeah, <laughs> you have to run a marathon. You scored a penalty. You oh. sat there in his little podcast studio, Yeah, all you did was kick a fucking football. Oh, no. it wouldn't even let me drive. Couldn't have any yeah, Haribo. It's my idea. They yeah. wouldn't let me drive. They wouldn't let me wear the deodorant. Crying into his silver fox beard. Exactly. <laughs> you boys have got a very good connection on on this podcast. It it, it really works. Like it does. Uh, it's nice. It's good to see. Well, I don't know where we get the internet from. Uh, what? Sky? I don't know who my internet provider is. What's that got to do with anything? He said we've got a good connection. Oh. I should look into that. You should look into editing that joke outside. That was fucking disgraceful, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's made me so unhappy. You love it. 
were unhappy anyway. No, well, yeah, but that's just me, isn't it? I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why we we've got on so well so quickly. Both dickheads. Yeah. Fair yeah. I, I, I don't know. Don't mm. know. Well, lastly, on the charity one, on the bringing it back to charity, mm-hmm. is there any um, for both of you? Is there any outside of your normal ones? Like your cancer charities and your kids' charities and everything. I've got, I've got one in mind. I didn't know what you guys felt about it. Any other charities or things that people do that really like hit home for you? Like for example, and I can't remember. I can never remember who they, what what they're called. That motorbike gang that take the kids to court when you know when they take the they they help the kids oh, go to court. What you mean? When they're when they're like testifying against someone who's abused them or something, and there's a fucking great motorcycle gang that go with them to make these kids feel protected. And this sometimes the one they, in America, I think it's in America. Yeah, and they they like they're outside their house so that the kids feel safe and they yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, I've, I've... that's incredible. Have you have you not seen them? Nah, I've seen Mate, them, I didn't know they did it all the time. I have seen, I've definitely seen one video of it. Massive motorcycle gang, and they and they basically they hear about these cases. And there was one that I saw, and this this little girl, and I think she couldn't sleep or something because she was frightened that the guy who attacked her was going to come back. So this motorcycle gang, and they do it. I can't remember what they're called. Someone will tell us. Um, but they basically put there's there must have been 40, 50, 60 motorbikes outside this little girl's house, and they're just there having their cups of coffee quietly talking to each other not making a sound but she can look out of her bedroom window and go yeah i'm protected is it bad that i'm just trying to think of a silly gang name for them well i um okay i'm gonna have to be careful how how i word this don't do it i (laughs) i i know of someone who has done a similar thing with a young person who basically was in a similar situation and so my friend kind of introduced them to lots of scary people so that she felt protected as well so it's like okay, okay your new friends are now you know, ex-gangsters and, and everything else like that right for that exact reason right. so that she felt yeah. protected yeah yeah i get you okay yeah um no this one that i guess is another one that's slightly personal to me so when i was younger and i guess i had a bit of a weird upbringing and i was a bit of a strange child i don't know that sounds weird but i i basically there's a there's a charity that i know that was called bexy Morris project and it had a different name before that but um that was for like kids who were like carers for parents and relatives and stuff yeah. like that and uh and just kids that are i can't remember i don't know yeah just not maybe the best at socializing and uh they were really good. I went along to that when I was younger. And then I ended up volunteering for them for a few years before. I can't remember why I stopped. But I would, at least, it was worth giving them a mention. Because yeah. it's a charity that I should, probably, I should have probably raised money for them. What were they called again? Bexley Maureen's. Maureen. Like, Bexley, B-E-X-L-E-Y. I still yeah. know a few. I still know one of the guys that works for them. But yeah, they're 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 good. Yeah, they're, they're still going. Yeah, they are still going. Actually, Mooring's project okay. for anyone who wants to. Yeah, you can donate. You can put the. We can always put the website in our description. Yeah, and stuff like and that. And the group I was talking about was Bikers Against Child Abuse. Oh, I was about to say that. Mm. Bikers Against Child Abuse. Okay. So yeah, shoot. Okay. Any, any charities? Well, mentioning or anything. Um, I've got again. Yeah, I think uh, there's 
<laughs> extend the within. There's a yeah. There's a. I don't. I don't know. I think like um. There's a few. I think uh, to someone that, that, that like Stammer UK. Mm. I, I think it's really really good. Seeing what Pip does for them. Yeah. Um. You know the 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 impact that stammers and and you know other speech impediments can cause people are uh a, a, a pretty crazy and the fact that you don't see them in television i was talking to pip about it a while ago we were both watching the tv show the uh joe gilgum show brassic yeah um, one of the characters in that has got a, a stammer and it's not a thing Exactly. It's, it's yeah. Just, it's just his character. Great show it, as well. And great show. And it's not like, you know, he's he's the guy with the stammer. So there's going to be some, you know, let's try and make some comedy around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. it would, like it would have been in the eighties. And and it's not. It's just that. And and I think that's really amazing that he's, you know, that people are now realizing that. Well, why wouldn't you cast someone with a, a, a stammer yep. in a, you know, just, in a mainstream show? It's a thing, and yeah. it's enough as well. Like, and I think it's really good that you know that Pip uses his, you know, influence and platform yeah. that he's got as a, you know, former musician actor, and like, thing. yeah, yeah, to 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 actually kind of you know, champion them. I, I, I actually that's... directed someone to Pip once. There was a customer who come in here and 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 bless him. I kind of felt that it was almost fate that he because I'd I'd started listening to Pip and. I think Pip had started doing a lot more of the work for 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 the Stammer organization. Mm. And the guy had come in and felt the need to explain the fact that he had a stammer and he wasn't pissed. Mm. He's like, just to let you know, I've got a really bad stammer. And it was a, it was really debilitating. I but and I was just like, right, in that case. And I sat with him and I was yeah. just like, right, this is who you need to listen to. This is what you need to, you know, yeah. go and listen to this well, guy. Like, don't apologize sort of, for it, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the first what? thing I said. I um I, I, there was a lad I had stopped not that long ago, and oh, then yeah. he had a stammer, and it was one of those things where I was talking to him, and I picked up on it, and it, I wouldn't say it changed how I dealt with him, but it was like, I know that if... You'd already smashed one of his headlights with your nightstick at this point, hadn't you, as you were checking out his car. It. it was like, he had technically done something wrong, <laughs> and I stopped him, and I talked to him, and I was probably being quite forceful, because that's not, like, yeah. And then when I realised that, I was very like, me being... Me making this a more stressful environment for you is not going to help this situation no. at all. Yeah. Like, because, like, he, he stammered a bit, and I was like, oh, sorry. And I was like, yes, oh, just relax and just, like... Yeah. I guess it's just having that little bit more awareness of it just made me... Yeah. Hey, this isn't... Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to make this more difficult. Make this a more horrible Yeah, because then he's going to feel under more pressure. Yeah, and exactly. That's just, exactly. Guess, hearing stuff probably on from Pitt talking about it, to be fair. So, yeah. yeah. Back the fuck off, copper. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that. Come leave, on. Leave us. Stop being mean to me. Leave us innocence alone. I'm a lovely policeman. Policeman after man. You're a weirdo. I know that, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, we're going to try and put some links to all the charities that have got mentioned and any others yeah. that we can think of after this. We're going to think of loads more. We're probably going to think of yeah. like, oh, I should have mentioned this. This. Yeah, should have mentioned this. Um, yeah. It doesn't feel. Yeah, I'm not going to promote anything um go and give money to charity people uh, yeah. especially the ones that we've mentioned but i would 
specifically say PTSD 999 and reach out. Oh, we're the two that I would say for this one. Yeah. Stu? Reach at fmh.co.uk. And uh, or just search "reach out for mental health" in Google, and uh, thank you where we can go and go and check them out. Thank you. Yeah, Stuart. thank you very much, Granddad. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lads, you know what? It's been a real pleasure. It's like you know, uh, I've got to know you through the world of podcasting, both of you, and you've both you know been gracious and come on, uh, you know, our, our podcasts, and and it's lovely to see you, you know, become friends and start a podcast and. And now I get to come back and guest on your podcast. It's lovely. Your podcast so that we can promote it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, you you boys are coming on our call listing in a couple of weeks, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we are this week. Is that confirmed that day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you confirm you be here in the I'll talk to you about it in a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> This hey, is all getting cut hey, out. Anyway, so listen, stuff. we can just have a chat. I'm gonna um we'll make that the ending somewhere. I'll press stop now anyway. Bye.